the wonderful football Wednesday edition of You Better Even Rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you on the BetQL Network. Awesome first two hours of the show and a great two hours still to come. In the first two hours of the show, talked a lot about week one of the NFL preseason, rolling through all the games tomorrow night, all the games on Friday night, and a couple games on Saturday why the lines have moved, what quarterbacks are going to play, what quarterbacks are not going to play, and players to watch from a fantasy football perspective. We will get back to that a little bit coming up in the Power Hour to close the show. And then Ken and I are both back on a phenomenal football Friday in a couple of days. We'll give you a full preseason betting breakdown and all our bets for the games coming up this weekend. 20 minutes from now, Nikki Football makes his long-awaited return to You Better You Bet to give you a preview of the Premier League season, which starts on Friday. A bunch of bets coming up, all available at our show sponsor, the King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM. Anthony DeBundo in 40 minutes from the Action Network going to give us his Premier League bets for the upcoming season. Jason Sobel joins us an hour from now, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. All his bets for the St. Jude. We'll give you our bets for the St. Jude and our baseball bets in the final hour of the show, which of course is the Power Hour. But joining us right now to kick off hour number three on this wonderful Football Wednesday, it's been great having him on the show for about the past month or so. We love having him on. He's the best in the business. And that's our guy, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Ross Tucker. Insider calls presented by BetQL. Download the free BetQL app right now, or like in 10 minutes, or at some point before all of us die. And you get instant access to the industry's most advanced suite of sports betting tools. Love a good suite. Right at your fingertips. Uh, Ross is on X. At Ross Tucker NFL. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? It's going pretty good, but that's the first time I've heard someone say I'm on X. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Ever. I never even did X in college. I yeah. was not an X guy. <laughs> we were neither were neither were we. It's 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 weird every time Nick says were. it. It's like funny every time he says on, it. Yeah. yeah, I had friends that were on X. But I'm not. Is this like his deal, Ken? That he does this now. Like this amuses yeah. him. It does. I. It, I mean, it doesn't. Doesn't it amuse you a little? I mean, the app is called like you open up your phone, Russ, and it's called X. Like you have to chuckle a little bit at that. Come on. I We're just can't X. believe it. I mean, listen. Yeah. I don't know that much about you know branding or marketing. But he just he just threw away 15 years yes. of everybody in the galaxy knowing what <laughs> Twitter was to just change it. Do you know how much money you have to have to buy something for like $40 billion and then just change the name because you feel like it? I mean, I respect it. He just doesn't care. It's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I, did, I don't know if you knew this, Rocket Ken. Ships but, to but yeah. But before they named it X, they were gonna they're gonna go with Coke or heroin, and then they settled on X. Yeah, so you'd be on X. That sounds great. Coke. So we, yeah. we like that. follow yeah. Ross on uh, follow Ross on Molly at Ross Tucker NFL. It's gonna be really good. It's gonna be great. Uh, Ross, I'm sure you're kind of doing the same thing we're doing while training camps are going on. Uh, maybe you're visiting some camps. Nick and I are on our phones, and we're just watching all these short video clips. Right? It's here's a clip from this camp. Here's a clip from this camp, and it, you you see something, and even if it like probably shouldn't matter or it's, you know, hey, it's one play, whatever. You do see some of these clips and you just go, oh man, like that guy might be really awesome. Or I really like what I, that quote that I heard from that that coach or that quarterback. We were talking about a couple, even with these preseason games, Jameer Gibbs, right? Is that clip of him, you know, torching one of the linebackers for the Giants. Is there a, a clip that you've seen, a player that you've read a little anecdote about or something, anything where even if it shouldn't make you kind of uh, overreact to it, you're like, hmm, like maybe that guy's going to have a really big season. 
Good question. Uh, I will say the Gibbs thing was impressive. That that drill was designed for the offense to win. That is impossible for a linebacker to cover a running back with no help anywhere, just one-on-one like that. But the manner in which he beat him and how bad that looked just goes to show. That's, by the way, people that have done research on this will tell you that's the most favorable matchup that an NFL offense can have is a good receiving running back against a linebacker. Because think about it, like, if a linebacker ever covered a receiver, you would just laugh, right? Like, that's they have no chance. Safeties have no chance against NFL receivers. So, for some reason, when they put the guy at running back, like a McCaffrey or a Camara, even though, or maybe a Gibbs, even though they're good enough to maybe be a slot receiver in the NFL, they just put, like, an inside linebacker on him. Like, good luck, buddy. Like, that's not going to happen. So, that's one thing. Um I would say two others, Ken. You know, I already saw this last year, but the catch that George Pickens made against Joey Porter Jr. was absurd. Can they please throw him the ball more this year? Please. My favorite thing is what he said, which is, you know, he had a bunch of blocks last year. He just destroyed corners. And he said he gets pissed when they're not throwing him the ball. So he takes it out on the corner. I love that. That's why they invented the sport. That, that, like, that's the whole point. The whole point is to take out aggression because you're annoyed at somebody and you can take it out on somebody else. I love that from George Pickens. I think that's why they invented I think that's why Teddy Roosevelt like, invented the sport or loved it at least <laughs> in the 1900s. He's like, this is great. We got guys, instead of getting in fights or shooting history each other, they here. just run into each yeah. other and we can watch it. This is amazing. Let's keep doing this. Um, the last thing is all the Ravens fans are mad at me, okay? But I'm just very skeptical of the Baltimore Ravens this year. I, I mean, everything, oh, he was MVP with these receivers. The year Lamar Jackson was MVP, no one had ever run that offense or anything close to it before in the NFL. They took the world by storm. It's like the year, it's like the RG3 year in Washington, okay? Sometimes teams take the league by storm with a schematic advantage. It's been worse and worse each year for them. And now they're going to a spread offense with Lamar throwing it more than running it. And he's throwing it to Odell, who didn't play last year. Bateman, who finally just got off whatever PUP NFI list he was on. Uh, a rookie in Zay Flowers was actually, in my mind, probably like the most encouraging of those guys. I just, I'm pretty skeptical of the Ravens' offense, and doesn't sound like it's going that well in camp so far. Yeah, early reports on the Ravens' offense have not been good. To Ross's point, as they assimilate into this new Todd Munkin scheme. Also, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Teddy Roosevelt's square deal—it was actually the oblong deal, and then they they made it the square deal no. to make it sound a little better to the uh, to the general well, history. Teddy Roosevelt invented football. Everybody knows that. Yeah. that hey, by the way, can, can I say something real quick? So, first of yes. all, this is important content. He didn't invent football because the first college football game was 1869, Princeton and Rutgers. Nice. Okay? Mm. But this is the truth. Who covered? They used to have the flying wedge around the turn of the century. Okay? So think about, like, the four-man wedge that I was on where I hernia a disc in my neck and ended my career. 
they used to have this like four like flying wedge so picture like 10 guys like this in like the tip of a spear and then the ball carrier would be behind them and the and the, the wedge would just go forward and it was just mad literally guys were dying there were deaths and there were out outrage people there were calls to cancel the sport but teddy roosevelt loved it and he got together with the presidents of Princeton, Harvard, and Yale, who were like the three best teams back then, and was like, we got to do something here. And they had two ideas, to either widen the field so there was more space or to allow them to throw the ball forward. Because until like 1908, you couldn't throw the ball forward. And Harvard had just poured the concrete on Harvard Stadium, the first concrete stadium in the country. And the Harvard president was like, Yo, bro, we, we can't make the field wider. We just poured the concrete. Like we have the stadium. The field can't go wider. So they're like, okay, forward pass. That's when the forward pass was invented because Harvard had the first concrete stadium. People think they're coming here just to get the best betting content on the internet. They don't mm. even know they're getting history lessons. I'm just spewing facts that you can now tell everyone Friday night and Saturday night while you're having a delicious cold beverage. <laughs> maybe when you and, 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 and maybe the next time you're on X, you better you bet with yeah. Nick and Ken here on a Wednesday talking to the NFL facts. with our pal what is he sports NFL insider yeah. Ross Tucker on X and Ross Tucker NFL. Uh I can't believe Ross, my first question is going to be about the terrible Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but it will be. Um reports are, as I'm sure you've seen, that Kyle Trask, like this is a legitimate quarterback battle with Mayfield and Trask. Now, Mayfield will start for the Bucks this week in preseason game number one. Trask will start next week in preseason game number two. And then like they'll probably figure out who the starter is going to be. That guy will play week three and then week one on the road at the Minnesota Vikings. Like, do you believe there's smoke or there's fire, I guess, with the Kyle Trask's smoke? Like, is this a thing that could actually happen? Like, have you heard good things about Trask? Like, if he starts... Does the ceiling for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers get raised a little bit ahead of week one against Minnesota? What about the Bucs quarterback battle, Trask and Mayfield? Yeah, I think it's a disaster. I think it's a disaster. I think the hope was that Baker Mayfield could get back to that form that he had when the Browns won a road playoff game. It, it sounds like he's throwing a ton of picks down there. And I think the Bucs are kind of looking at this and being like, we're not really going to win with this guy. Like, we're not going to go anywhere with this guy. Might as well try the young guy in Trask and see if he can get better and become something. I would love – this is the problem is the players will never tell you the truth. I would love to talk to some of those guys like Ryan Jensen and William Golston and like the longtime vets, Levante, David, Mike Evans. They must be so upset. I mean, you go from having Brady – and thinking you have a chance to win the Super Bowl every year to now they're watching Baker Mayfield throw picks in practice and 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 have to battle against Kyle Trask. I mean, I, I know what it was like in Buffalo when we went from Drew Bledsoe to J.P. Lossman, and that was extremely disappointing for all of us because we went from thinking we had a chance to make a playoff run to, oh, my gosh. Well, that's what it is for the Bucks this year, which is why I will be fading the Bucks in almost every way. I think it's devastating mentally for this team to go from who they had to what they have now. And I think that will play itself out. I think there will be guys that get hurt. 
I think they'll be less likely to come back from injuries. I think this year is going to be a train wreck for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, six and a half, the win total for Tampa. If you agree with Ross and you want to fade under. Him, Todd Bowles. Under. Yeah, under. Under, apparently. Well, let's let's make this like the all disaster edition of the of this interview then. Because I, I want to ask you about Arizona because you're really locked into the Philadelphia Eagles. You know them really well. Both their coordinators get head coaching jobs, obviously, after they make the Super Bowl. Uh, Steichen's in Indianapolis and Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator, is the head coach of the Cardinals. We talked in the last segment, segment before, going through the depth chart for Arizona. Are we about to see something not just bad, but historically bad if Kyler Murray doesn't come back? The win total is four and a half. So the market thinks they're going to be brutal too. In about a minute here, kind of with what you know about Gannon, the win total is four and a half. The roster is brutal. Is this another under like you're under on Tampa Bay? I got about 60 seconds. Yeah, you know, that's a tough one because I'll tell you this, Ken. First time I met Gannon, within three minutes, definitely five, I knew he was going to be a head coach. Super impressive guy, really impressive to talk to. And I'm not sure they're as bad as everybody seems to think they are. Look, I don't think they're good, but I don't think they're going to be historically bad. I mean, there have been teams like when the Dolphins were trying to tank that one year. There have been teams where I didn't think they would win a game. What's interesting to me about that is some of those teams that you think there's no chance, Ryan Fitzpatrick won a bunch of games for them that year. They should have never signed Fitzpatrick. Even a couple years ago, maybe even last year, I thought Atlanta would be terrible. I thought Seattle would be terrible with Geno Smith and two rookie tackles. So I don't think the Cardinals are going to be historically bad. And I think when Kyler comes back, I think he's going to play his you-know-what off so that the Cardinals don't have the first pick so that they don't take Caleb Williams. So I would maybe even go over on the Cardinals for those reasons. Kyler's going to come out to win games to save his career. Ross, what is the percent chance to close here in like 10 seconds? What's the percent chance that Clayton Toon is the Arizona Cardinals starting quarterback week one on the road to Washington? We have like 10 seconds for this answer. 22.8%. chance. I mean, there's yeah. a decent chance, especially if McCoy plays bad in the, in the preseason and Clayton Toon plays really well. Why not? Why not give the kid a shot? Yeah, and why not bet Washington yeah. laying six? Right. Uh, Ross, appreciate it, brother. We've loved having you. Hopefully, we'll continue to do this. I don't know. If is. We'll, we'll talk to you guys, Jordan. But I'm going to try to get you on every week, though, just so you know. Ross is the Sounds best. Sounds great. Let's Stay do well, it. my friend. See you guys. Have a great call this weekend for the Eagles and Ravens, and we'll talk to you. Sounds great. See you. Uh, Ross, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider. Last and historian. <laughs> I can't, and I can't read. Uh, insider calls are presented by BetQL. Download the free BetQL app now. And listen, you got to make sure. You need the instant access to the most advanced suite of sports betting tools. Mm, sounds sweet. They're, yeah. they're right at your fingertips. You know what else is sweet? Too sweet. Nick, Nikki Football. EPL Preview. Next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network.